to share with you. I'm sorry for making you listen to that. Uh, welcome to the episode. Uh, this is going to be a special two-for-one episode. It's going to be two episodes in one. We will have a midpoint where you can pause and wait until Friday to listen to the rest. But uh, before we get into that, we will be talking about BYU's football game with Utah Tech. We'll be re- we will be reviewing the game and Week 12 of college football. Afterwards, we will be moving to a BYU preview versus Stanford and reviewing Week 13 or previewing Week 13 of college football as well. Now, there is a lot of sports going on in this Thanksgiving weekend that you need to be aware about. That's why Jared is putting together a very special weekend watch guide. Yes, it is going to cover all sports all weekend long. Yes, that includes the extremely fake football of the NFL. Mm. It also includes the World Cup. Mm. It will be fantastic. Do not miss that. Print it out. Put it on the sheet. Um, It is that thing that you can go back to when your in-laws or your own family starts talking politics. Mm. Uh, So, uh, yeah, make sure to check that out. Rough. Mm Mm-hmm. Make sure you check that out. Royalstrongandtrue.com is where you will find that. You will also find links posted on our Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. Make sure you're following us. Share the episode with your friends. Download and leave a review. We love you guys. Let's get into the episode. Let's. Go Tigers. The best field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go Virginia! Let's back this ruler. Yeah! Let's go wild, Welcome in, listeners, to yet another episode of the greatest podcast. Ooh, shaking it up there, Dan. Number one. It is the number one podcast. We may not be the best, but we are the greatest. Yes. Take that as you will. Yep. Yeah, sure. Uh, We've got quite an episode, as Justin said. Let's start things off with some housekeeping. Housekeeping? Housekeeping. Um, To do this, you know what week it is? You're going to need at least one of it. Mm. If you're feeling feeling extra American and Western and First World, maybe even two ovens. Wow. You choose. Stacked on top of each other ovens? Yeah. That's shooting pretty high, Dan. Can we also get a refrigerator in the garage? Yep. Backup refrigerator and freezer. Mm. Okay. Dutch oven, maybe? Mm -hmm. Cobblers? Turkey bags? Wait, why do we have all of these ovens, by the way? Yeah, what do we need the ovens for? For housekeeping. Oh, that's oh. all. That's all. Okay, <laughs> so just are, to keep the house. Are we cleaning the ovens? Are we... Well, you're cooking poultry oh. in these ovens. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's let's, let's uh, keep the house, shall Happy we? Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Um, uh, first item of housekeeping is this episode is going to be the only episode of the week. Oh, uh, yes. Um, actual housekeeping. Actual housekeeping, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always get these every once in a while. Um, this will be the only episode of the week because... It is feast week, it is uh, rivalry week, it is also Thanksgiving, so we are obliged to actually spend time with our families instead of watching sports, and so we will be doing that. Um, so this will be your only episode. So, about halfway through the episode, after we're done recapping this last week, you can pause it, listen to it after Thanksgiving dinner, and then you can listen to it, and it will be appropriately timed. 
exactly what he said. Yeah. So uh, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to take these next two so I can let you two go off on the proper football. Because Oof. as the <laughs> listenership knows, that is not my area of expertise. So we're going to start off with something that Dan found on Twitter right before the episode was aired, actually. Yes. The bringer of bad news. It is expected to be announced tomorrow that the new NCAA football video game will be delayed another year. How do you guys feel about that one? All is lost. (laughs) (laughs) All is lost. Life is suffering. (laughs) Loud noises! Yeah, well, hopefully this means that they will not be using the Madden engine and that they are developing a whole new game just for this NCAA and they're not just reskinning Madden because we have some mods that can do that already. And also, I would hope that this means they'll have more teams in it because there was a list of like 15 schools that yeah. didn't want to have the game. They weren't going to be in the game unless NIL was figured out. So right. hopefully that also means that they yeah. can be a part of it. Buying some time, maybe. Although, if Notre Dame isn't in the game, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, we want to see all 131 teams in there. And there's 134. Gonna a, there's going to be a couple more next oh. year because Sam Houston is joining. Who else is joining? I, I, all I know is Sam Houston is joining. Yeah, I don't know. Some other teams are joining. <laughs> we'll get back to you so, in the yeah, offseason. We'll, we'll get yeah. back to you on that one. Next up, we do have to talk about, unfortunately, and fortunately, depending on the one you're talking about here, some BYU Cougars that performed, keyword performed, <laughs> in the pros on Sunday. First, let's talk about Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams has been cited as not only the leader of the offense, but the leader of the entire team on the lines. Vocal leader, good guy. He ran for three touchdowns, and he now leads the league with 12 rushing touchdowns on the year. Very impressive. League leader in touchdowns. And he's a BYU guy. Impressive. You love to see it. Definitely love to see it. Next up, we got... um, we got Zach the Milf Hunter Wilson. Oof. Oof. We got a Jekyll and Hyde situation with Jamal and Zach Wilson. Zach, the <laughs> ultimate game manager, unfortunately <laughs> could not manage this game, game. manager. And played about as piss poor as he possibly can. Yeah, it, it was... It was unfortunate. Hey, it was windy as hell out there. It, it was... To yeah. quote Zach. It was windy. Per source. Per source. Per source, it was windy. It was windy. Do you guys think it's time to bench him, or does he need some more time? You know what? He doesn't play special teams. That win is not on him. Yeah. Why does what? he need to be accountable for that? Yeah. He went. He completed nine passes. That was one pass less than punts. Yeah. That's impressive. There was ten punts, nine completed passes. Nine completions on 22 attempts. Wow. Um, so he had 77 passing yards. Nice. Solid. And... Yeah. 33 yards sacked. Uh-oh. So on passing plays, he had 44 net yards. Nice. On the whole game. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, but no interceptions. Hey, that is good. Don't turn the ball over. He also was the leading rusher of the Jets with 26 yards. Put him at running back. That tells you how that game went. <laughs> yeah, this game was 3-3 three three until the Patriots returned a punt for the for a touchdown in on the, literally like, the last punt of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Zach might get benched. Who knows? Guys, take it away. Proper football time. All right. Proper football is in full force. Full force. Um, first of all, women's soccer had their Sweet 16 game against Powerhouse UNC. Mm-hmm. And they lost 3-2. to two. <laughs> It was disappointing, but, you know, overall a great season. Mm-hmm. And, as we mentioned, their only senior plays... Probably an average of 
three minutes per game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is coming back, and the best is yet to come. Let's go. Looking forward. Always yes. forward. We'll get him next year. BYU's mantra. Yes. We'll get him next year. Speaking of next year, then soccer won the championship this year. Oh, that nice a, that's one. That's quite the transition. Yeah. Getting better. Some of your best work. <laughs> uh, men's soccer, they've won 11 national championships now. They've won like five out of the last six or something. Dynasty. Uh, yeah, they're very good. Cupcake schedule, maybe. Yep. Uh, weird thing about the men's soccer national championship, the tournament is played over three days. So the, men, the, the men's soccer tournament? team played six games in three days. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yes. They played two games on Thursday, two games on Friday, two games on Saturday, and they won them all. So, uh, congrats. Wow. Yeah. That's more impressive. <laughs> this is their third straight national championship. There we go. I mean, what can we say about men's soccer? They beat Minnesota 2-1. Put us in the Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Do Big it. Ten proper football. Yes. Finally, the Copa del Mundo. Is that, is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah. Copa Mundial. Copa Mundial also. Yeah. That was close though. I'm sure it would have been understood. Yeah. It started, guys. It has begun. Yeah. The uh, we, we mentioned that the there were some uh, conflagrations. Okay. Well, not well. using that word correctly, but <laughs> there was suspected corruption Listen. and uh, rigging of the first game. Max Is that even a word at all? Max fitching? No. Match Matt fixing. fixing. Max fixing. Max fixing. But it was not rigged. We all thought it was after there was a disallowed goal by VAR at the beginning of mm-hmm. Qatar, Ecuador on Sunday morning. But Ecuador ended up winning 2 0. Uh, Qatar went home sad. They were the first World Cup team. To ever host and lose the first game. So, uh, congrats. Karma. Karma. <laughs> uh, okay, and the U.S. played this morning. They did? They well, did. maybe played at noon well, today. At Not noon. exactly morning. Sure. Monday. Um, yeah, this is Monday. Qatar local time. <laughs> against some whales. Some whales. Not even a real country. Yeah. Whales is not a country. Half, yeah, what are they, half-breed? Off breed! They're like they're, England's they're C team, basically. Basically, <laughs> C team, not even their B team. With loose ties to the country, quote, country of Wales. Um, so basically, things got off to a great start. We were looking Beautiful good. Beautiful start. Um, the lineup was probably the best lineup we've had yet. Mm-hmm. Injuries were not a huge problem. Mm-mm. And at halftime, we were up 1 0. And let me just say that was one of the best halves of proper football. That I've seen our team play in a very long time. We were very yeah. crisp. The chemistry was off the charts. Uh, we didn't have a ton of shots or like chances per se, but we looked very, very good. And obviously, the Pulisic pass to Whale was incredible. Oh, Whale's yeah. little toe poke through the window for the goal. Perfect. Beautiful. Uh, I screamed very loudly in my apartment. <laughs> Got some weird looks from people on the street, but yeah. it was very exciting. Um, keyword was exciting because <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. after halftime, things kind of turned around a little bit. Wales made some adjustments. Um, they were much more dangerous in the second half. We made some questionable subs. Some good subs also. Mm-hmm. Shout out Aronson for Aronson. coming on and being the mosquito that he is <laughs> to the opposing teams. That is a great way of putting it. <laughs> He's like a gnat. Um, but... You know, towards the end of the game, one of our defenders made a boneheaded challenge in the Stupid. box from behind. 
They got a penalty, tied it up, 1-1. It's a cruel game. It is a cruel game. Uh, rough, rough result. Yeah. If we could have just held on, those three points would have been massive. But now, because we drew with Wales, it's all we're tied at 1-1. England leads the group 3-0 or with three points. Um, they also beat Iran. Oh, yeah. Uh, I heard that's not Iran. That's they beat Iran. 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 Uh, they beat them 6-2. Um, yeah. So, so pretty good. <laughs> Yes, so pretty bad, good. They have a bad defense, a lot of two goals. I mean, true. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> if they could score two, we could score more than two, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, but yeah, it's all just going to come down to our performance versus England and, and Iran versus Wales' performance versus England and Iran. So I, it's going to be a sweatster. It's going to come down to the final day. Yep. May I add a couple of things as somebody who knows absolutely nothing about proper football? Yes, of course. Of course, of course, of course. The first was this. the Our coach just looked like he didn't even have to be there. He just like wasn't paying attention the whole time, <laughs> just sitting down, and was just like, I don't know, he, he just kind of looked dumb. Like, disengaged. Disengaged. Mm. Was just wearing like a t-shirt. Greg. Uh, I want that t-shirt. It said states on it. States. That's all. Like one that word. States. Proper. For proper football, you must respect the game and wear a suit oh. on the sideline. Or at least okay. a uh, tracksuit. A quarter maybe, zip. Maybe a polo. Something mm. like that. Yeah, just, Would just it a be a miss? Just kind of felt like it was overly casual. Like he was not prepared for the job today. Okay. Okay. My other observation was this. I honestly forgot what I was going to say. I'll get back to you. The refs? Horrible. Oh, yeah. Mm, yes. The ref was bad. The ref was so bad. Didn't Pulisic, do us any favors. Pulisic was getting tackled out there. Like, not proper football tackled. American football tackled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole game. I remember my other observation. Oh, oh other observation right. here. Penalty kicks are dumb. <laughs> They're unfair. There's like a 6 billion percent chance that as long as the guy that's kicking the penalty is competent, he will put it in the net. Uh-huh. And um, it just kind of seems dumb. I equivalent it, if that oh, is a equivalent. word. I equivalent like it to it. back when the NFL overtime rule used to be that you could win on a field goal. Like, mm. not not just, mm. like, on your in second overtime. possession, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, the first possession in overtime win on a field goal. First drive of overtime, field goal wins it. Yep. I equate it to that. Just a dumb, dumb rule that needs to change. Okay. Yeah. Penalties are very... I don't know, can I say overweighted? <laughs> overweighted. <laughs> overweighted. They're, they're, they're too consequential. Yes. Too consequential. Too consequential. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Um, but I think our players deserve um, blame. Mm, it, yes. It, it felt like a loss. It did. It was it a did. tie, not a loss, but it felt like a loss. And hopefully we learned some lessons going forward with our youngest Rotation in the World Cup. Yeah. The good news is that we're undefeated in the last two World Cups now. Oh, that's true. Good. A draw in this one, and undefeated. we didn't even play in the last. <laughs> Great um, news. Uh, one thing, Gareth Bale's uh, penalty kick was maybe one of the greatest penalty kicks I've ever seen. Yeah. There's no one on God's green earth that could <laughs> stop that ball. That if, was a laser. If you put Brett Bielema right there. Standing right in the line, that ball still goes in. That was incredible. How about Tim Howard? Uh, I don't no. know, dude. That was... Not even Tim Howard. That was a, a freaking goal. Um, 
Scott Sterling wouldn't even have saved oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I agree. It was very consequential, but in the end, it, I think it's our players to blame. Yeah. Um, and also and coach and the coach and the coach. Uh, we just we need more chances. We had so many crosses in the second half go into the center of the box. No one was ever on the end. We didn't even get like a shot off. It felt like so. That's something that we definitely, definitely need to change moving forward. And little preview for later in the episode. Next mm. match, it is the world's oldest and most famous rivalry. Yep. No, it is not Muslims and Christians. It is okay. England and the United States of America. Pour the tea in the harbor, boys. On Black Friday. <laughs> On Black Friday. The only thing that's going to be black is the bullet hole wounds of the bodies. For all the gunpowder that's going through them. That was very morbid and violent. Amen. Very, uh, I like it. It's well, a right mindset. It's going to be black. The tea in the harbor. Yes. <laughs> yes, all the herbal tea we can save because it's not against the word of wisdom, mm-hmm. uh, supposedly. And then all the black tea we can pour out. Dump the rest. Into the harbor. Into the harbor. Uh, anything else on uh, the World Cup? Kareem Benzema for France is mm-hmm. out with an injury. That's France. huge news. He's got an injury. Yeah. He's got a leg. He's got a leg. Yeah. Uh, uh, bad soccer can't have a leg. Yep. The the World Cup just started. It's gonna be heating up. Yes. Day by day. Unfortunately, the games are all while I'm asleep, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope to enjoy some of them. Yes, you can enjoy the men's national team games. They're all yeah. at noon. That's definitely reasonable. Reasonable. All right, let's move forward. Let's shout. We got men's basketball to talk about. What? Yeah, we know. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it, but BYU did play in a basketball game on Saturday. They played Nichols State, the winless squad, who we ended up beating by 14 points after we pulled away late in the second half. Jared, you were at this game. Thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, funny story. The broadcast for the football... I was working on the broadcast for the football and the basketball game, and the Ooh. transition between the two... Crazy. It was wild. <laughs> really? <laughs> but anyway, the game, it was like weird. We're such an ugly team, dude. Nobody on our team is like a go-to person to score. Like, I, you can't really trust anyone. Wow, that was something. Is that Kittle? Yep. Uh, yep. Nice. <laughs> He's got the weird helmet. He's, He's got excited. a very weird helmet. Anyway, uh, we don't have anybody that we can really trust with the ball. Uh, we all know our problems with Gideon George, the walking turnover. Yeah. Yep. He was our leading scorer. Okay. Um, along with Foose. Okay. But Foose kind of had a Yoli Childs night where yeah. it's just like, wait a second, he's got 15 points? What? Mm-hmm. Um, I think biggest thing, Atiki showed out really good. Also, Richie Saunders. Ah, Richie Saunders came Saunders. off the bench. Uh, went three of eight from the field, but okay. hit two threes that were big time threes late in the game. Nice. Um, I don't know. I think we're an entertaining squad because you don't know who's going to score, you don't know who's going to do what, and you don't know if we're going to win or not against regard, okay. you know, any team. So uh, it, it's going to be a fun season, I think. But maybe not because we'll win so much. <laughs> I'll bet we are difficult to game plan against. Yeah, ah, there you go. Yes. That's probably our uh-huh. biggest strength. <laughs> so far, we've beaten the teams we were supposed to beat and lost to the teams we were supposed to lose to. So Yes. Can't complain. Can't complain. And also, BYU lost to San Diego State after leading for 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Lost them by, what, seven, I think it was? Yes. Six. Uh, the Ohio State University, Big Ten, is losing to San Diego State by 10. Okay. With four minutes left. So, oh. confirmed BYU better than Ohio State. Put us in the Big Ten. 
Yeah, Big Ten Championship, automatic qualification. Mm-hmm. I, will, I would not complain. <laughs> that That's how it works, right? Transit property. Always. That reminds me. Oh. I totally forgot about this, and I haven't done enough research to talk about it. All right. But <laughs> one of the FCS auto bids into the FCS tournament was decided on a coin flip tiebreaker <laughs> one team beat another team so it literally resulted in a freaking coin flip for that conference title wow. i don't remember which team it was what conference it was the fcs playoff bracket is set weber state is in it mm, so okay yeah. and idaho is as well so uh, oh, look at that local teams nice wow uh, yeah. uh, into yeah, mountain that was, west that was a totally uh that, that was quite in the side that that is okay you love to see coin so flips. <laughs> Meaningful coin flips. Yeah. Jared likes corn flips. Corn flips. Corn I do flips. like corn flips too. He does use What's a corn, corn flip? flip? Every single week. Uh, yes. I think that's what our heads did into the oh. pile of corn. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's what that was. Uh, this week is feast week, obviously, in college basketball. Nobody cares because the World Cup is going on. Mm. Plus, it's rivalry week in college football. Mm. Uh, but the Battle for Atlantis starts on Wednesday. Uh, probably one of the best... Uh, like neutral site tournaments that they have. This is this uh, the one in the Bahamas? Yes. yes it is nice. In the on the privately owned island. Love at the it. resort. Yes. Um, BYU plays USC to begin. Then we'll play Tennessee Butler on Thursday. And then we'll play some other team, depending on how the games go, on Friday. Uh, thoughts on that? What is, what is the record that you guys want to see coming out of that tournament? Is one win okay? Do we want to? I don't think three is feasible. No, three is feasible. But I'm very interested in how we perform against USC, given that USC has kind of had an up and down season. They are three and one at the moment, but their first loss was the Florida Gulf Coast, Ooh. who the University of San Diego beat. Hmm. Interesting. Conference foe. So the University of San Diego beat Florida Gulf Coast, who beat USC by 13. Granted, it was their first game of the season since then. They have beat Vermont by two and Mount St. Mary's by 19. I think that'll be a close game then. So USC is up and down. They kind of seem like us. They can't really put it together, but they do have talent there. So that's going to be a very interesting game, and I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. Um, my expectations are low. Uh, yeah. I would be. I would go out happy if we got one win yeah, sure. <laughs> out of our, our three games. I, I agree, Dan. I'm looking at the teams right now, the rest mm-hmm. of them. Listen to this. Butler, yep. Dayton, Kansas, NC State, USC, Tennessee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Literally, I think all of those teams were in the tournament list. They're all tournament teams, <laughs> usually. Can we just talk about, though, how cool, how freaking cool of a presenting sponsor Bad Boy Mowers is? Bad Boy <laughs> Mowers. Yes. It's pretty sick. Nice bulldog. Mmm. Uh, anyway, it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. I will yeah. also be happy if BYU wins one game out of those. Uh, anything else on college basketball, or should we get to the meat and potatoes? Or that's, should I say turkey and potatoes of the episode? No, turkey is not meat, remember. Not <laughs> All right. Let's talk football. Let's talk football. Let's then. go. Real football. Real, real, real football. Real football. Kind of play not, FCS team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, this was... An infuriating game. This is the <laughs> definition of why we have battered fan syndrome. Why that is oh, a thing. Shoot. BYU is down six to zero to an FCS team after the first quarter. Excuse me? <laughs> we ended up winning 52 to 26. It was actually closer than that. 
um, because the game was very petty at the end. And <laughs> oh, yes. Great moves on both sides. Like, I, that was very funny. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. What are you guys' knee-jerk reaction to this? Because allowing 26 points against Utah Tech, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to say sometimes. And this is one of those times. So, I could not watch the game due to a family function. Uh. Well, I actually did see the first two drives. Nice! Uh So, our our punt and their field goal. And they looked like the better team (laughs) for (laughs) both of those drives. And I felt kind of lucky that I had an excuse not to watch the rest of the game. (laughs) So, basically, I'm wondering, what did I miss? Hmm. So I also missed the game as it, okay. as it started. Um, I was apartment hunting, moving up to Salt Lake City here pretty soon. So oh, I see. Enemy you. territory. Apartment hunting, you know, got to infiltrate, got to get some you know, information on what will soon be a Big 12 team. We are the source. I Justin so. is the source. So I am the source. So I was unable to watch it because there was not enough service in the Mexican restaurant that we were at because they put us in the back corner, like in Oof. the basement. So uh, unfortunately, yeah. I had zero bars. And I did catch one series, but yeah, the rest of it I did not catch. Was the food good though? At least it was good. Yeah, yeah. it was a little overrated, but it was good. Okay. Red, red iguana. Red iguana. Oh, yeah. That. yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place. Anyway, I did watch it after the fact though. I did all what I saw is our offense when it clicked. It finally clicked, and we just out talented them. It was mm-hmm. it was honestly disgusting how much Puka and Keanu Hill <laughs> were just absolutely bullying these guys. What I did see, though, is we just played... It, it seemed like we weren't aggressive on defense. We just played a lot of bend, don't break, but we broke. Like, we just... <laughs> we let them get past us. We It, it kind of felt like our defense just didn't care to be there for a while. We allowed 20 points. At the end of it, we did kind of physically dominate them, and that's the, the, the only reason they only scored 20 points is because we just physically dominated them at the line of scrimmage. And their quarterback couldn't complete all, their, all his passes. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, those are the only two reasons that they only scored 20 points. <laughs> But I'll take doubling up an FCS team. With, with the season that we have, <laughs> doubling up an FCS team, and not only this, becoming bowl eligible is ah. something that I will take. Yeah. Great. <laughs> this was something. Uh, you guys kind of hit it. I was unfortunately forced to watch this game. Uh. Uh, I'm going to say one thing. Do not look at the stats for this game because they will lie to you. Uh, that's what I'm looking okay. at right now. Utah Tech... Is an FCS school, but they have only been FCS D1 for two years. Uh-huh. Most of their roster is still D2 players, uh, which yeah. is essentially anybody at high school that wants to go play college football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything that happened in that game, I think there's maybe one or two touchdowns that BYU had. One touchdown, the last one to Keanu Hill. It was the only touchdown that we would have scored against a real football team. Mm. One that could put its pants on inside out or mm. right side out. Um, Jaron's stats look amazing, but all of his throws that were completed should have been intercepted. He did have uh, a career night, 23 of 35, not great, but 456 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Yes. Uh, he should not have had any of those touchdowns. Maybe, maybe one of them. This was a pathetic performance from our offensive line, who got zero push. Jaron was under pressure all day, excuse me, against an SCS team. <laughs> they had like middle school linebackers playing D-line. 
and they were getting to our quarterback. Our D-line was getting pushed four to five yards off the ball every single play. Their quarterback was completely incompetent. It looked like he was playing with his right hand after being a lefty his whole life. He went 25 and 50 for 340 yards. Yeah. And Utah Tech's offense, that's what they go for, right? It's called the, what is it? Shred it and, or spread it and shred it. That's yeah. their offense. Um, this was horrific. We did not want to be there. We did not care one patootily. The coaches didn't care. Uh, we had like a fourth and one on the 50-yard line, and Kalani punted it. Like, wow. it's disgusting. It was one of the worst football games I've watched. So do not take light of this game. Do not think, oh, that was a good result. It was not. I am shaking in my baby seal leather boots right. uh, for the Stanford game because if we play anybody that is semi-competent and we play like that, we are going to get the nuts beaten off of us. It is not going to be pretty. Chris Brooks had a 100-yard rushing game. Yeah. About time. I mean, he's, he's had a couple before, but... Cleveland Potty averaged 2.7 yards per carry. He started, by the way. That was maybe one of the only yeah. things I liked. Is he that... got the most carries out of any back. Yeah. Little Potty. I don't so, know. So, one thing that sticks out to me, we had 11 penalties for 132 yards. Yeah, not a deal. Jared, did you notice any, any penalty problems in this game? One of them was a hilarious unsportsmanlike on Brandon Cosper. Oh my gosh. Driving somebody into the end zone on a block. Oh, yes. And there was another one on Joe Tukuafu where there was a guy out of bounds and Joe comes and levels him. He's eight (laughs) yards out of bounds. I love the aggression. Stupid. It was like, it it was like, we're playing an FCS school. We should be beating him by 50 and we're losing by six. And so we're like, oh, we need to get chippy and throw these guys around, show them who's boss. It's like, Uh dude, go beat them. Go score touchdowns. Sack the quarterback. Don't shove a guy that's already out of bounds 10 yards. It was, yes, Daniel, you're correct. The penalties were, uh, what's the word? Superfluous. Superfluous. Okay. Egregious. Great Egregious, word. you might say, yes. Mm. Problematic. <laughs> Problematic, even. Uh, I will say this. Of all the penalties out there, there's never a good penalty, right? Yes. But personal foul and unsportsman likes for hitting too hard or hitting too late or something are always somewhat acceptable in my book. Just as long as it's not like egregiously trying to hurt somebody. But if you're just like making a football play after the whistle, freaking at least somebody's putting some effort on the on that field, even though it's like after the whistle. At least I mean that's more effort than we've seen from a lot of other guys <laughs> this year. So I, I would agree. I, I would agree under almost any circumstance except for the fact you're losing to an FCS school. That is not the time. I guess but, I, I would probably throw hands if I was losing to an FCS school. <laughs> Just being dead honest right there. Uh, no matter how you cut it, it was not a great game for the BYU Cougars. But we won. Yeah. But we did win. That's what matters. We won. We are bowl eligible. Where do you think we're going bowling? That's a good question. So, I just looked it up. We do not Ooh. have any... Bowl contracts this season. Oh, no, sir. Just an so, ESPN bowl. It, yeah, we'll be an ESPN owned bowl. Do you want to hear some of the options? Yes, I would love to. It could be the Lending Tree Bowl versus Ooh, Troy. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, that would be a fun game, evenly matched. Mobile Alabama, okay. similar to the, our game against UAB last year. Disgusting. Did not go so Get well. Get that out of my face. Could be the Frisco Bowl against Middle Tennessee State. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> or it could be Armed Forces Bowl against Kansas. Oh, oh my gosh. That would, that be, would fun. be fun. 
Uh, it could also be the Hawaii Bowl, Myrtle Beach Bowl. Versus UTSA. Versus UTSA. That'd be another fun one. Or the Boca Raton Bowl. Ooh, again. Again. After 2020. I do think it would be absolutely hilarious because the Las Vegas Bowl tie-in is the Pac-12 again this year. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious if they let us play Utah. I don't want to play Utah. Boo. Sorry. I, it certainly would not go well if my we played faith, Utah. My faith in this team is not at a point where I'm ready to challenge a rival. Counterpoint. Okay. They have Cam Rising at quarterback. Ah, true. True. As we'll get to later in the episode. Mm. <laughs> Cam Rising better than Jaron Hall. <laughs> Cam Rising more like Cam falling. Hey, <laughs> here's here's my prediction. I think BYU is going to go to the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, Florida, Gasparilla. on December twenty third. They will ruin Christmas oh, pre Christmas bowl. Love me a pre Christmas bowl. What's the Idaho Potato Bowl tie in this year? Uh, good question. It's probably a Mac school and a Mountain West school. Let's see. 2022, it appears to be... Oh, no, it just says previous. Oh, Mountain West and Mac. Yep. Nailed it. So we're not going to the Idaho Potato Bowl. Oh, well. Well, we unless could go to not, any bowl, right? At least technically. Unless there are not enough Mac teams that qualify. Right, or Mount West teams, because Mount West teams are pretty Thank you. Let us play UConn in some bullcrap bowl. Oh, yeah. Let us play yes. UConn. Make up a bowl for us to play in. Yeah. Cougs versus Huskies. They could literally be the flashinthepan.com bowl. Is there, like, an Independence Bowl? Uh, yes, there is an Independence Bowl. It's in Shreveport, Louisiana. It's on December 23rd at 3 p.m. on ESPN. Whoa. Oh, frick. Is that where we lost yep. last year? Oh, frick. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, Independence Bowl, us and UConn, were both independent, so why not? Frick. Okay. Okay, yeah. I also kind of like the Frisco Bowl, right? Like, Frisky Frisco? Frisky Frisco. Yeah. Getting right. Frisky and Frisco. Nice ring to I it. I do love getting Frisky and Frisco. That's one of my favorite afternoon activities. Um, my, uh, personal, uh, selection would be the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Oh, Tax okay. Slayer. On December 30th. Mm-hmm. Closer to New Year's, you know. Yeah. You can have your Christmas in peace, mm-hmm. and then New Year's is ruined. So good, good. That's probably good. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Is All that right. it on BYU? Yeah. yeah. We, we're going bowling. we got one more game left, which we will give you a preview for in the latter half of the episode. Mm-hmm. For now, let's recap the rest of the games with our Nifty Nine. Boom! Boom! Ah. Trump Week began in College Parque, in the land of Mary, where the Ohio State Buckeyes faced off against the fighting Testudos. Not testicles? No, Testudos. Okay. Mind you, mind you. Thanks for the clarification. Yes, speaking of testicles, the fighting Bucknuts got out to an early lead before Toya Tagovailo Golvirava led his troops down the field for a go-ahead doodly. Right before the half. Mm-hmm. Both teams left their defenses in the locker room, combining for a 50-burger in a second half. Yum. In the end, at two Brutus and his cronies overthrew the weakened Dick Tater, stabbing Tua Lipa nice. Tungstenovilogata in his nuts, picking him off for a late game-sealing score. Diane Ray escapes, 43-30. to 30. Next, we head to Steve Nashville. <laughs> Where Anthony Weiner Richardson's Florida team traveled to play Vanderbilt. Mm. That Gator defense could have used some extra Gatorade in this one. I see what you did there. As Vanderbilt running back Ray Davis screamed, Another Gator? Give me that shovel. (laughs) 
and buried them in 122 rushing yards in 30 attempts. After securing the win, the Commodores rushed the field single file before attending to some important business networking events. Florida is now 3-5 and five in conference play, making anyone they beat in week one look very bad. Huh. Huh. That is mm. Vanderbilt 31, Florida 24. <laughs> we head to the city named after an overpriced alcoholic beverage, notably not allowed in Qatar, Ooh. where the fighting Jim Harbaugh's Went to Brett Bielema's large gut-sized bowling alley. <laughs> Eli guys, we're looking to hook the ball right into Michigan's pocket, guaranteeing a strike in the Michigan L column. But unfortunately, the referees improperly greased the lane, causing the ball to hook a little too much and ending in a proverbial 7-10 split for the Illini. Yeah, you just see him. Unfortunately, Illinois was not able to pick up that spare, leaving Jim Harbaugh screaming in his indoor sunglasses, Who do you think you are? I am! Yes. Michigan wins the game. Trap we continued in Orlando, where the bounce house was a bouncing at 11 a.m. Eastern. Wow. Huh? Mm. Wow. Early morning bounce boom. Early morning. Those fans must have been drunk since Thursday evening. Top of the morning to your governor. Uh, speaking of governor, the United States Naval Academy had the Knights outgone, outmanned, outnumbered, outplanned as they bullied Gus Malzahn and his wildly inconsistent pack of pansies to the tunes of 248 rushing yards and zero passing yards. Now that's why football's supposed to be played, boom. Yes, yes, zero passing yards. We love to see it. Xavier Airline must have flown over the Bermuda Triangle on his way to the game because his only pass attempt fell incomplete. Can Neomatu low, 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 rescues his job again late, maybe, stealing the magic out of Disneyland with a 17-14 upset. We now head to Waco, Texas, where Baylor are in the middle of a real roller coaster of a season. They started things off on a note that was higher than Snoop Dogg while cooking with Martha Stewart, and were even up 28-20 in the fourth quarter. However... The Hypno-Toad quickly brought them back down to earth. Let's go! Leading TCO to a fourth quarter comeback, capped by a fire drill field goal to win the game. <laughs> the Horn Frogs stayed undefeated and preserved their playoff hopes late. 29 to 28. Banger! All hail the Hypno-Toad. Next up, we head to the Volunteer State, where the star of the 2017 series of QB1 was fixing to put an end to the three SEC teams in the playoff talk. Like the snake he is, Spencer started his rattler and never stopped, rattling off six. Yes, six. Wow, at least. And 438 yards. Oh. And then the Hooker Heisman party came crashing down as it was discovered that he does indeed have an ACL. Tough break, boo. Maybe he doesn't have boo. South Carolina cocked Tennessee right out of the game from the start and never let their foot off the gas, taking home a 63-38 victory and ending the three SEC playoff team there. Clap it up for South Carolina. Thank you for your service. Thank South Carolina's in the playoff. The next game, the next team to fall prey to the 20th, 283rd semi-annual general trap week was the North Carolina heels of tar, the judge of technical yellow jackets. Stung the baby blues in the behind, giving them a welt bigger than Sam Howell's expectations. Ooh. Outpassing Heisman frontrunner Drake Mayer. Drake, John Mayer, who is now slow dancing in a burning room. Honestly, all I really have to say about this game is that the ACC is wildly overrated. But you already knew that. Yep. Those nerds from Atlanta 
beat those nerds from Chapel Hill, 21 to 17. Nerd on nerd violence. Next, we head to sunny Los Angeles, California, where future Big Ten schools, USC and UCLA, face off in an ever-important ranked West Coast matchup. Those exist, boo? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Bruin QB Dorian Thompson Robinson had to have a DTR with his own team to finally settle the question, are we good or not? <laughs> he had his team up 14-0 after the first, but then his relationship status changed to it's complicated after he threw three INTs. Woof. Sad to see you on Facebook, boom. Caleb Williams then swooped in like a lady killer on prom night, with plenty of Trojans, of course, and racked up 470 passing yards on the way to an electric 48-45 win. Could the Pac-X, I mean Big Ten Pacific Division, sniff the playoff? Ooh. Big Ten football, it's the best. Love to see it. jump into the picks before we recap the the weeks uh it was a fantastic week yes jared please recap it it was uh, a fantastic week could you for please lead this one maybe for all of us yes i would love uh, to kind of take the lead on. how'd this go jared uh it was it was good it was a uh, it was a good week uh, yes uh justin seven and three uh -huh. it was very good taking a one game lead on dan yes uh dan six and four still respectable thank you uh the fans followed five and five uh, yeah, Jared so Justin, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys are doing really well. I'm very proud of you guys. Jared it's made history becoming the first person ever, ever to have played more than 10 games and be under 500. Jared is now 63 and 64 overall. Listen here, kids. That's what happens when you live with principles. Yes. Live a life void of morality, and you will be like Dan and I, over 500. Wealthy and successful. <laughs> you know you're not wrong, Dan. <laughs> but I'm a man of principle. I'll be sticking to my principles to the bitter end. That's yeah, quite bitter, ain't it? It is. Mm -hmm. It is a little bitter right now. I just need some of that Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, make yeah. it less bitter. What? That would help somehow, I bet. <laughs> I don't... Okay, yeah, let's move on. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> this weekend was uh, something else. We had a lot of interesting results. Obviously, we're recording this a day before the playoff ranking, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen. No. However, no. I think we did see the end to the three teams in the SEC, or three SEC teams in the CFP uh, fight, whatever it was, narrative. Tennessee is definitely, definitely out. Do you guys th still think we could see two in the playoff, though? Some random mm. chance Alabama oh. or LSU gets in. I think it depends on the SEC championship. If Georgia wins, then only one SEC team. Okay. I would think. 
Do you think if LSU wins, then they get in then? Or do you think they have to, like, blow mm. Georgia out? LSU are... They're knocking on the door. They are. They're, they're probably going to be number five. Yeah, they, they could move up to five this week, which I think if they win, that would put them in the playoff. Yeah. Which would suck. Well, here's a scenario for you. I love this. I love the okay. scenario game, right? All right. So say Georgia loses to LSU <clears throat> by like a touchdown or 10 points or something. Okay. Yeah. Ohio State beats Michigan. They win out. TCU yeah. wins out. USC wins the Pac-12 and mm. beats Notre Dame. I think Ohio State, TCU, and Michigan are all locks. Ohio State, Ohio State TCU, and Georgia. And Georgia. No, yeah. no, no. And USC. What? LSU. <laughs> I'm confused. So. Georgia, Ohio State, and LSU if they win. Yes. I think or if TCU. USC wins out, okay. TCU wins out, and Ohio State win out, I think all three of those are locks. You think USC is a lock? If they win out? If, if they, they beat, win out. If they beat ranked Notre Dame and then <clears> beat <throat> a ranked... Probably Oregon. Oregon. It'll be Oregon. It will be Oregon um, mm. if they don't lose to Oregon State, right? Yeah. Do you think that they would get in over an LSU team? Because I think, like you said, I think Georgia would be a lock, right? Even if they lost. Yeah. Georgia's a lock. So you would have three locks, Georgia, TCU, and Ohio State. It's LSU, conference champion, the SEC, but two losses mm-hmm. versus USC, one loss, Pac-12 champ. Well, since you like to play the scenario game, Jared. I love it. I okay. love it. Three SEC team playoff scenario is not dead. Let's play the game. sicko mode. No! SEC homer. So, as you said, Georgia loses to LSU. Okay. LSU and Georgia both get in. Okay. Right? Okay. We're, agreeing yep. on, we're agreeing on that. Ohio State blows the frick out of Michigan. Okay. Michigan's out. Michigan's out. USC loses to Notre Dame this week. Ouch. They're okay. gone. Tennessee's gone. Clemson Loses in the ACC championship game. Could be. Gone. Thank you. Utah's gone. Okay. Oregon loses. To Oregon State? Oregon loses to, yeah, Oregon State. Let's say that. So all these teams are gone, right? Okay. And then TCU loses to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship. No. Leaving the only team that hasn't lost, Alabama. To shoot up the ranks into number four. What? Please, no. The three-team SEC playoff. Is not dead yet. That's actually true. Like, it not sounds dead. far-fetched, but that's actually not that far-fetched. No, it's not. <laughs> so we need wow. TCU to win out. Yes. yes. I believe in the hypnotist. Cheering for TCU. I guess cheering for Ohio State. Probably yep. the, the winner yes. of the Big Ten. The winner yes. of that game is probably in the playoff. We just yes. need whoever wins the Big Ten to win handedly. And I think, I think here's my whoever personal opinion. Whoever wins the Big Ten. Here's my opinion. I think the winner of the game is in. Loser of the game is out. I don't yeah. think there's any... I don't care how close the game is. Michigan doesn't have the strength of schedule to justify yeah. loss. Michigan has the second worst non-con in the, in the nation. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've played Hawaii, UConn, and Colorado State. It's not very good. And then Ohio State, I don't think, has looked dominant enough to justify their schedule. Because, like, it's not that strong. Like, the Notre Dame win looks better now. Yeah. But they haven't looked dominant enough, I think, in my opinion, to be considered if they lose... The biggest game on their schedule. True. So that's that's what I think. They get it at home this year, right? Yes, it is in the show. Good. Uh, do you are we rooting for USC to make the playoff? Because I, mm. I it's conflicted. Technically, it's a Big Ten school we're rooting for, and so that makes me want to cheer for them. USC in the playoff would be fun. Yeah, I would like to get some West Western representation in the playoff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb mm. Williams is. 
fun to watch. He is very fun to watch. Yes. Just like completely like bystander, college football fan, no bias put into it. Caleb Williams is an incredible quarterback and he's very fun to watch. And let's be honest, USC plays video game football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zero defense, all offense. Say what you will about USC. They have an offense. They do have an offense. <laughs> they do. <laughs> offense brings in ratings. Yes. I mean, that's the same argument we used to use to get BYU basketball into the NCAA tournament during the Mark, during the uh, Dave Rose era, right? Is mm-hmm. They play an exciting brand of basketball, so yes. they'll bring more viewership. Ratings, that's what it's about nowadays. Yeah. I don't know. I think the playoff race just got a heck of a lot muddier now because Tennessee has been eliminated and it opens the door for a two-loss team, as we've seen. I personally don't think LSU is going to beat Georgia, and so I don't, I don't think it's going to matter. Either. Yeah. So now comes the question, Georgia, Ohio State, uh, and TCU all went out. They're all locks. Yes. Yep. Who is that fourth team? Mm. Is it USC? Do they win out? I don't know if they can win out. If they win out, then yes. Okay. But what if they don't? What if they lose yeah. Notre Dame and then win the Pac-12? Then they're not in. It's, there's, honestly, it? there's a lot of teams in consideration, I feel like. From, I think, Alabama... Up to May, I don't know, Michigan. Even Oregon. I think Utah has no. a path to the playoffs. No, Utah's a three-loss team now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're three-loss. I, I forgot they have three-loss. Oregon is I a, forgot they're three-losses. Oregon is a two-loss team. <clears throat> Oregon, Oregon beats or, USC in, in the, the Pac-12 championship game. So, ooh. So, if Oregon win out, I think they'll be in consideration. Yeah, well, I think it's going to come down to a two-loss big or two-loss Pac-X team versus a two-loss SEC team. Which at that point, your two-loss SEC team is not a conference champion, and your two-loss Pac-12 team is is right. And one of their losses is to a team in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you would think that the committee would take Oregon in that situation. I don't know if that would be the case though. Oregon does have some brand power to it. They got, uh, who is it, like, uh, Phil Jesus Knight? Yes. Yep. He's our Jesus. <laughs> As that one dude at the Oregon game told us. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've made the playoff before, right? They yes. So the committees, you know, they're big enough to make the playoff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's just going to be a very interesting rivalry week one because yes. obviously the Big Ten will be decided, the Pac-X Hangs in the balance right now with Oregon playing Oregon State at Oregon State, Notre Dame. Can we get in the fog game? Going to, I think it's at one thirty, so probably not. Mm. Uh, but you already know that's going to be an incredible uniform matchup. Yeah. It's going to be like all orange versus all green. I don't know. Do you guys have any uh, thoughts to recap the weekend? UCF obviously went down as well. That's huge in the G5 race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of Tulane and Cincy, right? I they're the only teams from the G5 that are even close to being ranked at this point. Yeah, I just don't remember. Uh, yeah, Tulane's in there. and T- Yeah, Tulane and Cincy, they're the only two. And they play each other this week, rematch, in the AAC title game? I have no clue. I think that's interesting. If you love college football and you're not just in it for the big teams, that is a very interesting storyline to watch. It's how the AAC is going to finish out this year. Oh, yeah. Especially because the top... Three of the top four teams are going to be joining us in the Big 12 next year. Yeah. Uh, no more thoughts. It will be cloudy on Saturday in Corvallis. Okay. Hey. okay. Cloudy, at the very least. Maybe if it gets really, really cold, they'll sink down. It might start to get a little wet. 
Mm-hmm. It's a southeast wind of Ooh. five miles per hour with 86% humidity. Ooh, moist. Very moist a in moist Corvallis. Game. Mm-hmm. Low UV index there. Waxing crescent moon. All what right. is that? Ooh, that means the night shots. Oh, but it's at 130 and it's foggy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. UV index 1 of 10. Is that good or bad? I never understand the that UV That is n- very little danger of sunburn. Okay, perfect. So I only need to wear a little bit of sunscreen. <laughs> like, none at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I get burned in the shade, bro. That's true. Jared does get quite burned, especially on that balding head of his. Yes. Uh, let us move on. If you are listening to this on time, as you all should be, you may now pause... Okay, welcome back. <laughs> I hope your Thanksgiving was fantastic. Hope yeah. you all had a, a, a great feast day. I'm stuffed. Wow. That was so Man, good. I'm mm. so tired after eating all that food. All that turkey. Wow. Oh, mm, man. Some Stuffing. Pie. Watching the Lions play during my Thanksgiving meal. Mm. Rolls. Very appetizing. Like none other. Jamal Williams. Battle for Atlantis. Watch? Man, Ooh. BYU's looking great, aren't we they? We look really good. Uh, so I hope we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, jinx. We need to start it off with the classic debate. The best Thanksgiving food. Mm. Mm. The best or like the most classic? Uh, the best. Your personal Maybe favorite. Your favorite? Uh, oh, I have my answer. Okay, Dan, go ahead. Take the floor. Mine is gravy. Gravy, <laughs> just gravy. By a itself. little bit of a condiment. I've never heard this. You one. put gravy on turkey, makes it amazing. Yeah, true, true. Moisture, true. flavor, savoriness. Mm. If you want to go there, umami, it's delicious. Umami, Ooh, yeah. I'm not sure I'm familiar. <laughs> I like to put gravy on my rolls, either by dipping yes, a roll yes, or just good. pouring very it good. straight on there. Ooh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Or the classic. Mashed potatoes. Ooh, put gravy on mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. It automatically makes those potatoes so much better. And That's a plain. Why, yes. <laughs> plain mashed potatoes are not really my thing. Unless there's like two sticks of butter per cup. <laughs> but throw gravy on there. It makes anything amazing. You know, I've never heard that one before. Taking gravy. I've always I mean, seen that it as like a, a condiment. But it's actually, it's true. It's, it makes, it's amazing. It makes everything better. Speaking of that, Jared, now that you've said that, what's the difference between a condiment and a sauce? Condiment and a sauce. Mm. Any difference? Is there a difference? Mm. I think condiment is a wider variety. Because I think sauce is something that is semi-liquid. But like yeah, relish sure. or jalapenos can be si- can be considered a condiment as onions. well. Onions. Condiments can be pickles. solids. Yes. You're saying? But I don't think solids. So sauce can be a condiment. No, no, no. Condiment. I'm not gonna go there. Never mind. All sauces are condiments. Yes, but not, not all. all condiments is a sauce. Great way. Very is that well what you're put, saying? Daniel. I don't know about that one. I, <laughs> do you feel differently? <laughs> I do really like mashed potatoes and gravy. Gravy is absolutely delicious. Yes. I know this. Uh, apparently, according to a survey that was done, this is not a food eaten in the Intermountain West region a lot for Thanksgiving. So, okay. kind of befuddles me. I don't know. Maybe you guys eat it. Uh, I really like those yams with the marshmallows on top. Yes. Okay. Absolutely delectable. Those are very good with the brown sugar coating and like... <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Very good. All right. Uh, those are all good guesses. Uh, I was sure. going to go with... Or not good guesses. If you say cranberry good. sauce, I'm going to take this mic and Ooh. shove it down your throat. I am a fan of cranberry sauce. But it's I'm not, not the best. I'm not going to choose it as the best. I will eat yeah, cranberry no, sauce. But I sure. do like cranberry sauce. Okay. Um, 
I was gonna go with turkey, but turkey has a high ceiling but a really low floor mm, as well, could be right? Dry, could be, could dry. be very, very dry. Dark meat or white meat? Uh, I, I don't think I care. Like, I'll prefer white meat probably, canceled. but I'll eat both of them. Jared's canceled. Dang it. I walked right into that. Can I just say, people love to bag on turkey, mm-hmm. yeah. but it might be my favorite poultry. Yeah. Okay. Even I love turkey. Even chicken. more than chicken, though. Yeah, I honestly love turkey. Wow. Wow. I am a big fan of turkey. It's <laughs> a hot take. In a just straight up eating it off the wing kind of thing. I prefer chicken tenfold. Yeah. But cold cuts, Ooh. turkey cold cuts yeah. are millions times better than chicken cold cuts. Okay. That's true. Is Which is more versatile? Because mm. I feel like chicken you can fry. I've never had fried turkey. You I don't can't know have fried turkey. Is, yes. it, is that good? It is pretty good. You have to put it in like this big vat, like oil. So, yeah, fried turkey is good. Okay. Yeah, I love turkey. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to go with turkey. Okay. I'm okay. going to go with stuffing. Now I, lo- I know stuffing. Okay. Mm, I'm not a big it, stuffing guy. Myself. Okay. It can have a low floor sometimes if it's overbaked yeah. and it's dry, but that's yeah. where gravy comes in, right? Yeah, exactly. Gravy, yeah. gravy, gravy stuffing carries. too. I didn't mention yes. that. Yes. Does gravy just carry? Yeah. I think. I think let's all let's take a vote, uh, listeners as well. Best best food presented. I think gravy. We can yeah. all raise our hands. I gravy. love gravy. All right, Dan, you win. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> Dan wins the Royley for best choice of Thanksgiving food. I forgot we did the Royley. I gotta say, <laughs> I don't win. Gravy wins. Gravy, yes. yes. Thank well, you, gravy. All of us who have gravy on the table. Anyone who eats gravy is winning we this are, weekend. Yes. <laughs> Clap it up, baby, for gravy. Okay, let's. Speaking of gravy, yes. let's get on to the BYU hey, Stanford football game. That's actually a great one because we are already bowl eligible. This game doesn't mean anything, so a win would be gravy on nice. top. But it does mean something. We talked about this a couple oh, true, episodes ago. True. A lot is on the line when we play Stanford. Stanford is on an extreme losing skid, they just lost a cap. Yeah. Stanford has sucked the past few weeks, but they did beat Notre Dame by eight points. Somehow. Sorry, two points. Two points. Somehow. Notre Dame Somehow. beat us by eight points. Mm. So that means if we beat Stanford by more than six points, because that's the difference. Transit property. Transitively, we are better than Notre Dame. See, we, it's, an, it's a revenge game. It's a revenge game. Big chance for us. Also a revenge game because Stanford has been picking our pockets with Mormon recruits. Excuse yeah. me. Members of Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> recruits. <laughs> so, big game here. Houston Hamuli revenge game as well. Now that yes. I think about it, this yeah. is a huge revenge wow. game. Uh, let's think. What other revenge game can we do? Oh, that one time we played Stanford and their band came out in the field dressed as polygamists. Oh my uh, god! Revenge game for that Stanford as well. Stanford band is out of control. <laughs> it really is out of control. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this game is probably the latest game ever played by a BYU team on the mainland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be at 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on FS1. So the nightcap to cap all nightcaps. Yep. Nice. The Have tree got suspended, right? Oh, yeah. Is he still we suspended? We were talking about that. Because he says Stanford hates fun. Which, well, apparently it, they do. Is it true? They suspend him for True. Apparently they, like, took off a bunch of off-campus, like, on-campus parties. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. Confirm, Stanford hates fun. So, have we ever beaten Stanford, one might ask? The answer appears to be no. No. We have never, we have beaten, never Stanford. beaten Stanford ever. Ouch. In our history, in our football history, we have never beaten Stanford. 
that is uh, kind of rough. Our yeah. current uh, our current record against Stanford is as follows: as my computer decides to load, two and uh, oh and two. Okay, yes. only played twice. Interesting. Yes, yeah. uh, 03 and 04. Oh, I feel like we played them more recently. Did we play them in the last few years in football? I thought yeah. uh, we did in basketball. Yeah, I don't think we did in football. Weird. In 2003, we lost 18 to 14 at home, and in 2004, we lost 37 to 10 in Stanford. Maybe we were going mm-hmm. to play them during COVID. That mm-hmm. might have been it. That could have been when it. the Pac-12 oh, when all Pac-12 we were, and canceled all their games. Yes, we were supposed to play them. Yes, and then we didn't play them. Okay. Anyway, revenge game for those two games as well. Yep. Uh, so Stanford, are they good? <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Stanford sucks nuts. If you ask. Arizona State, Notre Dame, or Colgate, maybe they'll tell you they're good because those are the only teams they've beaten all year. They beat a toothpaste? Yep. They beat a toothpaste. Wow. And they've lost every other game in the Pac-12, which there's some frisky teams in the Pac-12, but they notably lost to Cal, who barely are Division One these days. <laughs> so not a good result for Stanford. Hey, there. that's a future Big Ten school, Dan. Watch your mouth. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Stanford is not very good. Tanner McKee is our quarterback. Yep. He was a projected top 10 NFL draft pick at one point. I think that guy was just kind of off his rocker a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kind of like BYU's quarterback. He's is he still kind of his? He's, he's a sophomore this year, though, so he has, he's one more year okay. so he's draft eligible. Okay, so he's okay. Kind of, it's, it's not like a this year thing. No. It's a projected year. in the future. They say he's got the, the tangibles. And the, the measurables? Down. He's got the measurables. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like Will Levis to me. Yes. Okay. Exactly. He's six six. I I learned that recently. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, got the he's size. tall. Pretty yeah. tall. Size. Yeah. That's what they say about Will Levis as well. So uh, I'm feeling yeah. more confident as the game goes on. Hey. I was gonna say, isn't the score higher than this? We're seeing replays. We are seeing replays. Genius. Quick little cut into Monday Night Football on a Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame. Sorry, Notre Dame. Forty <laughs> ers are blowing out the cards. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Sanford. Uh, yes, they have a good quarterback, decent passing game. Um, their defense is very bad, however. How bad, might you ask? They've allowed more yards per game than our own very bad defense really? has. That I is, didn't know that was possible. Which is impressive. That is insanity. Yeah. That is insanity. Uh, this game should be a lot of fun, then. Yeah, it could be a high-scoring shootout. Yeah. That's what we thought against Utah Tech, though, and uh, <laughs> we did not score in the first quarter. So, <laughs> yeah. um, looking at their results, they seem like just the complete roller coaster of a team. Uh, frisky at sometimes, like they barely lost to Oregon State. Uh, they beat Arizona State, Notre Dame, and Colgate, as we said. But then they lost in some blowouts. Like I don't, I really don't know what to think of this team, except that they're probably not very good, which scares me a lot with this BYU team. Yeah, you know, we, we play down to our competition level, it seems. Uh, uh, true, true. It's kind of a problem with BYU, but, uh, you know, I, I do see a struggling. Like, we are at the bottom, at the bottom, <laughs> bottom, bottom of a lot of defensive categories. There's one where we're 130th. I'm not quite remembering the stat. Uh, sacks. Sacks. And then 129th yes. in TFLs. 129th in <laughs> TFLs. So we are not getting a lot of pressure. The last thing you want to do is give Tanner McKee a lot of time to throw the football. But I do think, you know, this being perhaps Jaron Hall and Puka Nakua's final game, despite what might say A-Rod and despite what might say bowl game. the BYU. Oh, I guess so. Bowl yeah. game. Well, Jaron opted out last year, so. I don't know. Yeah. Who's to say they'll opt out again? Their last regular season game, I do think that they will try to go off. 
we do have some guys getting healthy. Keanu Hill's healthy. Christopher Brooks is maybe healthy now. So hopefully we have our enough of our team to put on a showing and just stop out the Pac-12 to finish off the year. If we can end the year with a win over the Pac-12, I will be happy. I must say, we are better than Stanford. Okay. Technically, by the transitive technically, property. Technically, yes. No, by the transitive property, we are okay. better than Stanford. Okay. Uh, according to my team is better than your team.com. We beat Wyoming. Okay. Wyoming beat Air Force. Okay. Air Force beat Colorado. Colorado beat Cal. And Cal beat Stanford. So we are better. Okay. So we are better than Stanford in five rounds by a combined score of 143 to 81. Okay. But we are also six points worse than them because we lost to Notre Dame and Notre Dame lost to them. Yes. <laughs> Trends and poverty can be weird folks. What, we I, what I take away from that teams. is that Cal lost to Colorado. <laughs> Which is that's probably relegation worthy offense. Yes. In my opinion. <laughs> Losing to Colorado this year, they should not be in the power five. We're better than hundred percent agree. According to the sorry, sorry, Cal fans. I don't mean to drag you like that. Yeah, all the Cal fans out there the many of you avid listeners. Um so I'm looking at Stanford's stats right now. They're only above one hundred oh Justin has a surprise look on his face. We'll cut to him now. Justin. We're better than Ohio State. What have you what? found? <laughs> Let's hear this. BYU beat Baylor. Baylor beat Iowa State. Okay. Iowa State beat Iowa. Iowa is, and it says this, Iowa is better than Ohio State because Iowa beat Northwestern by 20 and Ohio State only beat Northwestern by 14. And Ohio State also beat Iowa by like 49. Therefore, <laughs> we are better than Ohio State. They didn't mention that, Joe. <laughs> It's all about perspective. Hey, it right? is all about perspective. Anyway, I'm looking at Stanford's stats. They're really only top 100 in a few things. Okay. They're top 100 in pass play percentage. Pass play percentage. So they throw the ball a lot. They're top 100 in rushes per game. Yeah, oh, okay. They run a lot of plays, I guess. Top and 100 is not saying much. They are top 100 in passes per game as well. Oh, wow. All right. Also, so they do play offense. They they field an offense. Good. They're not a service academy. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. They're also number one in field goal percentage. Wow. Whoa. Or not field goal percentage. Field goal conversion. No, that can't be right. What? It is right. It is right. They have not missed a field goal. Oh. All year? season. How many did okay. they kick? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh. Well, <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't surprise me. Stanford is, <laughs> doesn't matter. Stanford is full of freaking nerds. The kicker probably goes up there and does a freaking geometry problem on yeah. his palm Do to get like the perfect... <laughs> angle for which his foot must make contact with the ball, the perfect pork. Who knows? He's a nerd, probably makes all this pork. Work. All I'm going to say is that it's quite worrying, seeing as we are the 119th best field goal kicking team in the nation. Uh, if this is a close game, I am anti-confident that uh, our kicker will be able to produce. And it's okay, Jake Oldroyd is back. He is back? Okay, confirmed. Playing well. He's back. He's back. He's and back, everybody. If things do not go so well for us, there are a heck of a lot of other games for us to enjoy this weekend. Hey! Because it's rivalry week. It is. It's rivalry, baby! Uh, there are a lot of rivalries. Uh, we cannot get to all of them because there are like 40 of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll get to the big ones in Tipsy 10, but I do want to mention a couple of these. We'll just kind of go around and just name the different rivalries, kind of what the trophies are. And uh, what the names are, and uh, you should watch them because they're fun. Starting off with Carolina State, NC State, UNC. 
Uh, if you remember last year, that game was frenetic, uh, to okay. say the least. It came down to uh, NC State and UNC battling it out in the final one minute of the game. There were like 14 points scored in the last 90 seconds. It was wild. We also have Nebraska, who will be playing Iowa. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, it is technically called the Heroes game, though we have nicknamed it the Corn Off. Yep, the Corn Off. Okay, next we have the Commonwealth Clash. Ooh, fitting Virginia, Dan should say this one. Virginia versus Virginia Tech. Nice. Mm. Uh, the Governor's Cup, which is Louisville, Kentucky. A very, very heated rivalry in basketball. Not yeah. so much in football, but uh, it's it's still a rivalry. They still play every year on, on rivalry weekend. It's there. It's there. Next up, we do have a very fun rivalry, actually. The Apple Cup. We do love Washington playing Washington State. It's always a fun game. That's a very, very fun rivalry if you have the chance to watch the Apple Cup. Absolutely. And we love apples. Yes, yes we do. Apple pie. Honey crisp apple from Allred's Orchards on mm. University. Allred's Orchards. And my next, we've got the war on I-4. Heck yeah. A nice Florida fiasco. <laughs> it's yeah. UCF against USF. It used uh, to be a lot more competitive. All-time yeah. uni matchup in this one. Usually, usually a fun atmosphere. Yes. Uh, Territorial Cup, one very dear to my wife's heart. U of A and ASU, uh, the Arizona schools going at it. This is going to be an awesome uh, game this year because Toilet neither ball. team is any good. Forks <laughs> up. <laughs> now we have some clean, old-fashioned hatred. That's just Georgia playing Georgia Tech. <clears throat> this, again, was once a storied rivalry. has become recently very one-sided in the direction of Georgia Tech. Yes, me and Dad were actually looking at this before, uh, not Georgia Tech, Georgia. Uh, we were looking at this. Georgia Tech has won three times since 2000. Nice. And uh, there was a four-game stretch from 1942 to 1946 where it was like 37-0, to 33-0, to 38-0, to and 49-0. Uh, splitting. The team's going 2-2 two and two in that stretch. But, oh, wow. Yeah, interesting fact. Huh? <laughs> Next up, we have... Who's the worst addition to the conference? There are a couple of these. One of them is the Pac-12, Utah against Colorado. Of course. Um, that's not even a rivalry. Who's the worst? Actually, not a rivalry, but both are bad. But this one is Rutgers versus Maryland. Oh, mm. yeah. Birthplace of college football. Yes. Uh, next up, we have the Iron Bowl. I don't know which teams play in this one. Uh, generally boring. I don't know. Yeah. I love the Iron Bowl. Snoozer. Oh. Bama Auburn. Next we got Purdue, Indiana. Uh, is it basketball season yet? Uh, no. That's all I got on that one. It's <laughs> not yet. Uh, we have also have the Land Grant Trophy, <laughs> which someone made a funny joke. Uh, we talked about Greg Berhalter's shirt. Yes. That said states. <laughs> <laughs> someone said this is what someone would wear who wouldn't want to piss off any fans of either of those teams <laughs> between Penn State and Michigan State just wear a shirt that says States. States. The Land Grant Trophy is one of the ugliest trophies in all of college football and it's incredible. It is like, amazing. Look at it. Like, they like literally big... took a picture of it with like a stock laser background. Yes. It is basically like half of it is like an Eagle Scout plaque that you'd find in your ward meeting house. Uh, yeah. Half of it is like some photos of LDS temples. Um, Looks like it, yeah. With just like the colleges, and then there's like a Nittany Lion statue on top, and then like a, a trophy that you would get from your Pop Warner team. Who designed this thing? And then they have like some Egyptian like statue over here on the right. Oh yeah. Just kind of chilling, and it's all in front of lasers. It, 
See, this is what college football needs more of. Yes. Just hot glue a bunch of stuff together, call it a rivalry trophy, and then play over it and beat each other senseless in order to hold this little, like, backroom shelf in the old ant that hoards cats. We don't exactly. have enough mares making pig bets. Yeah, exactly. That's very yeah. true. We need to bring back that part of colonial America. Mayor's bets are amazing. We need, uh, what's his name, Governor Cox? He needs to get in on the action. Yeah. He yeah, needs to start it. something. With Governor Newsom. Newsom. Who's he? California. 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 Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big rivalry. Bet. Big rivalry. Big rivalry. Hey, it's about as big as the Colorado-Utah rivalry. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, finally, uh, I don't even know whose turn it is, but... Uh, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn? Okay. Uh, Kansas, Kansas State, Sunflower Showdown. That was actually going to be very exciting. Kansas, uh, Kansas State. It's a beautiful uniform matchup, first off, but secondly, these teams actually are competitive this year, both of them. Yeah. Should be a fun game. Not often that that happens. No, <laughs> not often at all that that happens. That both teams are competitive in the same year. Um, finally, we'll get to our tipsy 10. The fans, uh, we had a little bit of a scheduling uh, fiasco. Snafu. Snafu. I like that. Yeah, a bit of an irregularity. Yeah. Yes. Mm, yeah. So, we will put up the tipsy 10 uh, picks on the Instagram today, mm. if you are listening mm. to this on Tuesday. And uh, then we'll throw you on a graphic that we will release on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, or maybe on Thursday because that's when our picks start. Uh, either, either way, we you will not know the fans' answers now, but you will see them on the graphic. All right. Let's start off with the Egg Bowl. Ooh. The Egg Bowl is a very fun game, one of the most fun games to watch ever. We You have teams losing because they imitated a dog pissing in the end zone. The piss and miss. The yep. piss and miss. Absolutely incredible rivalry. We have Mississippi State and the Fighting Mike Leeches. Yes. We're traveling to Oxford to take on Ole Miss, who is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. This is Thanksgiving Day at 5 p.m. on ESPN. Who do you guys got? Ooh, Lane Kiffin, mm. obviously very interested in the Auburn job, as stated <laughs> on his Twitter, using several emojis. Several. We need somebody to, like, translate what he's saying through yeah. his emojis. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. I can try Okay, well, we'll have Justin come up with a... I'll go for it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll come back to Justin on this one. Uh, for me, you already know where I'm going to go. Actually, I'm kind of divided because Mike Leach is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Lane Kiffin is also hilarious. Um, I don't know. The powder blue hasn't been doing it for me this year. Mm. I actually think I'm going to switch. Maybe I'm going against my principles. But Mike Leach setting down the folding chairs. I'm thinking he's getting it done. Give me Mississippi State. And the cute little bow dogs. Mmm, the bow bow dogs. Um, Ole Miss, our favorite in this one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they've been kind of disappointing this year. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been overrated. Definitely. I'm going with you, Jared. I'm picking Mississippi State. There we go. Against the spread to win this one on the road. Give me those points. I don't know why, but I'm feeling it. All right. Go Bulldogs. I'm feeling it as well. You know, I Let's was, go! I was honestly expecting to be one of the only ones on the Bulldogs here, but uh, I will be taking Mississippi State just because I think that their team can get hot from time to time. It's re- When they get hot, they're ridiculous un- and unstoppable. Ole Miss has pissed and missed again. I mean, Arkansas absolutely fadoodled Ole Miss. Imagine what a competent team will do. Whew. Uh, I do have a possible interpretation. Okay. Okay. That's news to me, John. Facepalm emoji. Okay, okay. facepalm. Face so this nice. is in response to John saying that, old, that uh, Lane Kiffin is going to step down 
as Ole Miss coach and become the new Auburn coach? Yes. And Lane said no. Nice sources. No emoji, so no. De- like, sad devil emoji, so no. You're just a sad little devil. Chair. Plate emoji. So no, you're just a sad little devil that sits in a chair fed by his mommy in her basement as a 50-year-old man. Nice. Wow. That's my interpretation of the emotion. That's 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 reading between the lines with Justin Anderson. Scathing remarks from Lane Kiffin. Yep. <laughs> uh, next up, as we said, we have a proper football game in the Tipsy 10. Uh, we got England playing the United States men's national team. Noon, Fox, uh, Black Friday, the world's most famous rivalry, probably, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> who do you guys have? England, USA. Team in the harbor. Let's go. I feel like we have to pick USA, otherwise we're not Patriots, so this is kind of rigged. But team in the harbor. I have three words. Mm. It's called soccer. Oh, baby. I'm cheering for USA in the upset. Bounce back against a disappointing result against Wales and prove them wrong. I think you guys know I'm going here. Where are you going? U-S-A. Let's go, baby. Team USA upsets England. Bang, bang, M-F. Uh, we're going to go uh, Brady Manic on Harry Kane. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a, what, what do they call it in, in soccer? Uh, a fadoodling. A fadoodling, a light show, a, oh. a shootout. Oh, no, 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 I got just got oh, canceled. Canceled again, Jerry. Wait, 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 that's on, double negative. That's, a, that's an uncanceling. No, you're double canceled. Dang it. So now what? Dan and I have to do the rest of the show without you. Sorry. Okay. You're suspended until the next pick. Okay. <laughs> next up. <laughs> We have a huge fight going on in the American. These teams are fighting for first place in the American. We have Tulane, who is traveling to Ohio. Yes, that state is real. To take on Cincinnati, who is a two-point home favorite on ABC at 10 a.m. This game will be played on Friday. Jared, you are now unsuspended. Oh, thank you. But we still don't want to hear from you. So, Dan, who do you got in this one? Hmm, this is going to be a fun game. Uh, Tulane have had quite a season, you know, winning all their first games and rising up in the rankings. And then they took a uh, disappointing loss. Who did they lose to again? UCF. Uh, oh, yeah, UCF. They did. They got blown out. Cincinnati recently played UCF and also lost. So I don't know what to make of those results, but I'm thinking <laughs> Tulane because of their unusual... Uh, forest green, baby blue uniform mm. combination that sea is green. the Ole Miss replacement. Yes. The sea green. Sea green. Sea green, okay. I think it's sea green. Jared, you are now permitted to speak. Okay, thank you. Uh, I would like to thank my benefactors for paying my bail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a changed man, and uh, I will be going with Cincinnati in this game. Oh. Uh, you would think this is a non-principle to pick, however... Uh, I must choose the new Big 12 teams over non-Big 12 teams. So give me Cincinnati. Jared, you are now canceled for not having enough energy. 
Gosh dang it! So I am going with Tulane in this one. I do think Cincy will win this game. I think Cincy is the better team. But I'm choosing Tulane simply out of principle because I put them in my top six when we did our top six rankings a couple weeks ago. I forgot we used to do that. Give me Tulane! Next up we have the Sunshine Showdown. Florida at Florida State. Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 p.m. Mountain on ABC. So, Florida State are the favorites in this one, as they should be. Yep. Florida State are bad, having just lost to Vanderbilt and barely beating Utah, which is bad, a result. Um, so, this is why I play. I am picking the Seminoles of Florida State to beat the Gators. Yeah, that's it. I am also picking the Seminoles to win this game. I think Florida is just an absolute dumpster fire right now. Maybe, just maybe, I don't know. That Louisiana Lafayette coach wasn't the best move. What are you thinking? It's possible. Billy Napier is a good coach. I do believe it. But, uh, yeah, Florida has kind of been a dumpster fire this year. They are already bowl ineligible. They don't really have anything to fight for, so they are just down and out for the count. So give me the Seminoles in this one. Uh, anything else, Dan? Uh, nope, that's that's all for that game. Any, is, are we forgetting anything? Shall we move is there on another the podcast member or something? Oh, or? yeah. Jared, you are now uncancelled. Oh, oh thank Jared, you. you may speak. Okay, I'm back. I have the energy this time. I'll keep the comments reined in. I'm going to stay politically correct for this one. Um, <laughs> the Gators, this is, a, this is an old rivalry. This predates Columbus and the USA-England rivalry. Um, we got the Gators and the Seminoles. Uh, I I like this rivalry one because uh, the rivalry is very heated. Yeah. Uh, last year this was on, uh, and it was like two hours before the game, and the players were in a fist fight at midfield. So uh, I love it. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, very it's a very fun. Um, sorry, I'm looking up the Florida State Chiefs name. It's a very fun rivalry. Uh, Chief Oskeola. O- Oskeola, uh, I think. Oskeola. You're Oskeola. canceled, Jared. Sorry. Canceled again. You can't for mention them. They're not mascots. Jared, They're pick? people. Um, <laughs> who's your pick? Get out of there. You're canceled. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish my thought okay. because it's interesting. Okay, you do. And then I will go back to political jail. Then <laughs> I'll go back to social social prison. Yes. Um. You've been keyboard warrior. <laughs> um, Chief Oskeola. So, fun fact. When Florida State plays someone, they have Chief Osceola drive out onto the field. I'm butchering that name. <laughs> I know. He yeah. goes out onto midfield, and he plants the Flaming Spirit midfield, and it's super, super sick. However, when he plays against Florida, when the team plays against Florida, he does not ride his horse. What? He plants it from his feet at oh. midfield. Now, this has significance going back to the Native American War Games, which this is an homage to. Okay. When they would do war games and they'd plant it from a horse, it meant the war game has begun and they're ready for war. However, okay. when a chieftain would plant the spear from his feet, it means there was a real war. And it was ah. not a war game. It was a real war. Huh. And so, for this rivalry, he plants it from his feet. I think that's super dope. Reminds me of Red Dead Redemption. Interesting. So I'm going to go with the Seminoles. I am now hereby submitting myself into social prison. That's pretty cool. Anyway, that's just fun fact. I'm going with. Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't. I don't get a pick on this one. That may be for the better on this. 
I may improve my winning percentage if I don't have picks. <laughs> Next up on Saturday, our first Saturday game of the week, at 10 a.m. on ABC, we have South Carolina traveling to Clemson, who is a 14.5-point home favorite in the Palmetto Bowl. Now, this game is going to be interesting. Spencer Rattler has been rattling lately. Ooh. I hate Clemson, so I'm going to go with South Carolina in this one. But who do you guys got? Hmm. I also hate Clemson. They irk me. Um, South Carolina did just beat Tennessee, but didn't Spencer Rattler get an ACL or something? Hendon Hooker. Hooker. Oh, that was Hendon Hooker. Spencer Rattler has a perfectly fine. Never mind. I'm going with South Carolina as well. Let's go. Their momentum continues down with Clemson. Jared, you are permitted to speak. Thank you. There shouldn't be anything (laughs) cancelable coming out of this bowl game. I don't know. We'll put it past me. Yeah. (laughs) Palmetto Bowl, South Carolina, Clemson. This has not been a game recently. Um, But you know it. We hate Clemson. We hate Dabo Swiney. Give me the cocks, baby. Oh Cancel. my goodness. Cancel. How could you? This is a family show, Jared. Oh my. Oh, maybe it's not. I don't know. We're, we're kind of still figuring out what this show is rated. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, next up, we keep things civil. In the Civil War, when we have Oregon against Oregon State. Um, Oregon State are the home team. But Oregon are favored by three. This is on Saturday on ABC at 1.30. Who you guys got in this Pacific Northwest matchup? So, now I have a question to ask myself. Am I a man of principle, the Pac-12 ruin its chances at the playoff principle, or am I a man of little to no morality? As I have declared at the beginning of the show, Dan and I have gone against morality yep. and have given up our principles many a times. And this will be one of those instances that I push all morality to the side and allow my carnal mind and brain to let me choose the Oregon Ducks to beat the Beavers. Okay. I'm torn on this one. Oregon seemed to be the better team. They've had the better season. But this is the Civil War. Mm. We should mention this is probably my favorite uniform matchup. It's a good one. Yeah. The the green of Oregon versus the orange of Oregon State. Great combination. Um, Oregon, I think hmm, my gut is telling me. Let me call into my gut. Phone friend. Yep. I'm doing the referee um, VAR okay. signal. The assistant referee, which is my gut, is saying to pick the Beavers. The Beavers. Pull out the chainsaw because I'm going for Oregon State in a Pac-12 cannibalization situation. Are we not going to cancel Dan? No. No? (laughs) There is a clear path to cancelization for you, though. Okay. So you are uncanceled, barring your next cancelable statement. Uh, I refrain from using words in this one. That's to try to avoid being canceled. Okay. That's my pick. Alright. Alright, good enough for me. So Jared's going with Oregon State, and he has gone a full pick without getting canceled. Let's go! Very impressive, Jared. I'd like to thank my mom, my family. Alrighty, next game we have Paul Bunyan's Axe which is Minnesota versus Wisconsin. 
It is in Wisconsin this year. Wisconsin are favored by 3.5. What are you guys thinking here? See, this is a very interesting one. Last week I picked against Minnesota, and it worked for me. Uh, I was the only one that chose Iowa to get the win over Minnesota. Wisconsin, though, just as a principal pick, I am now regaining my morality. Oh. I just think Wisconsin sucks. Like, I don't know. I just like something about them, like, rubs me the wrong way. And they've been suffering from the loss to BYU curse for quite some time now. So, yeah, give me Minnesota in this one. Not because I think they're better, but just because I think Wisconsin sucks. Yeah, I agree. Minnesota, you know, up and down a little bit. Wisconsin are just mostly down. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm going with Minnesota here. I think they'll bounce back. They have the higher ceiling. Um, probably the higher middle, higher average Yeah. Okay. than Wisconsin. Maybe mm-hmm. you could say higher floor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think Minnesota will win this game. Okay. Uh, I feel very happy that I'm not coming off of a cancellation. Yeah, may I, may I say that first and foremost? I am you very may. happy. Uh, I forgot to thank my wife in my post game oh, speech. So, oh, uh, bit of an oversight. You're lucky. <laughs> uh, she's your family. Yeah, yeah, she's part of the family. Yeah. But anyway, by name, thank you, McKinley, for helping me not be canceled in that last pick. She is a big yep. part of that. Um, anyway, the over under for this game thirty four and a half. Wow. wow. If you don't bet the under, you're a coward. <laughs> um. So this three and a half. For good home field environments, usually handicappers will allow about two and a half to three and a half points as for a good home field advantage. Wisconsin, obviously playing in Madison, jump around, great home field advantage. Uh, and so I, I feel like that's it. That's literally the only difference in the game, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you guys know what time it is? What time is, is it? Is it your patented coin flip game? It's the Here coin flip game. So I don't think jump has the same power ever since BYU stole jump from them. We literally yeah. ripped it out. Uh, I'm going to stop there. I'm stopping there. You're that what, Jared? <laughs> uh, okay, Heads is going to be the home team, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Tails will be away team, Minnesota. Okay. okay. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. It is Tails. All right. Tails. Going to Minnesota. Minnesota. Going to Tanner Mordecai or Morgan. Um, <laughs> the old guy on the block, Baldy, uh, and PJ Fleck, Baldy as well. Um, yeah, give me the Golden Gophers. Roll we that have ourselves boat. another sweep. So yeah, lots uh, of sweeps. Today. Uh, yeah, uh, this is this is interesting. Sweep oh, week. I, I tried to pick games that uh, we would all, uh, you know, have some variety in, but we're all of a sound mind and <laughs> sound heart. We're Same all just wavelength. Too similar to each other. Like we know at this <clears throat> point, like who we're going for. Anyway, this week, uh, Saturday at five thirty p.m. on ABC, we have a prime time game: Notre Dame who will be traveling to sunny Los Angeles, California to take on the USC Trojans, who are a five-point favorite. Now, this is the battle for the jeweled shillelagh. The shillelagh, as we have researched, is apparently an Irish fighting stick. Yep, like a little club. Like a little club, yeah. Nice. So this is going to be a very fun one. USC's playoff hopes are riding on this game. It's the last, It's uh, I guess not the last ranked victory, but it's the last out-of-conference ranked victory that they have a chance to get this season proving that their you know lackluster schedule thus far is not indicative of them being bad mm-hmm. so who do you guys got in this one i've got the trojans <laughs> i think uca usc will put up mm, i almost said 50 burger on them 50 i don't know if i'd go that far but they're gonna score a lot of points uh-huh. get a lot of yards and win 
one game on Saturday. What? <laughs> okay. The football game. <laughs> okay. Who you got, Jared? Um, I, 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 I. This is a principle. It's it's a it's a battle of principle. For okay. Me. One conflict. Always pick against the Pac-12. Two pick against Notre Dame. Yeah. However, USC is now Big Ten opponent or a Big yeah. Ten Big Ten colleague. Yes. So I'll be going with the Big Ten school. Right. USC. I am with Dan. I don't think a fifty burger is maybe in the cards, but a forty piece chicken nuggets. Yes. Definitely in the cards. Uh, give me Notre or. Give me, Give me USC in a big one. We got another sweep here. I'm also going with <laughs> USC. So, like, yeah, this is uh, not a lot of variety so far, but it's not making us drag out this segment either. So, shout out to that. Uh, I'm just saying, you guys obviously know how to pick winners in these oh, yeah. games. Mm-hmm. So, so I am following. Many times. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Let's yep. hope the fans cancel some of our sweeps. Yes. Their yes. Because that's tried and proven, I think. Yep. True science. I, I don't think we've actually done the math on that one, but... True science. Scientology. Dan said it was science, so I believe him. He hey. is going to med school. So Dan is the scientist. resident scientist. Dan exactly. is a scientist. He knows science way better than I, I do. I am science. Science rules. Bill. Jared, Bill. what's our next game? Our next game is the game! <laughs> it is the biggest game. It is the biggest rivalry in all of sports. It is the best... I, I can't even contain my emotions. This is going to be one of the all-time legendary games in the history of college football. You have the number two Ohio State Buckeyes hosting the number three, that team up north. Mm-hmm. This game, you I don't even need to say my pick. I'm going with the Buckeyes, obviously. I'm going with the Buckeyes by a billion. This team, for, since last year when we got absolutely clobbered, up in Ann Arbor, this team has been thinking about nothing else since that day. We already know that when they lost to Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl in 2000 and what was it, 19, the entire year plastered over the training room in the IPF. Everything was the score of the Ohio State Clemson game. And what did we do? We came back, we beat Clemson by 45. Ooh. I think this is going to be that game. There's nothing worse in the world than losing to that team up north. All the M's on campus are crossed out. Scout teams wearing the taped over helmets. These Buckeyes are out for freaking blood. Buckeyes by a billion. Very passionate. Yes, very passionate. Excellent. Thank you for your bridal passion. It was not unbridled. Did I, not result in a cancellation. So thank you, Jared. I did not go the Woody's Hayes route. But I will say, go for two. Every yeah. time. Okay. Every Time. Fair enough. Well done, Jared. Okay. In solidarity, I'm also picking a Ohio State college football team. Excuse me. Oh, oh, that's excuse the me. Ohio State University Buckeyes to beat Michigan, who have a cupcake schedule and almost lost to Illinois last week. Shoot, loses Ohio State by at least one point on Saturday. Good. I'm going with the Shia Wait. Uh, yeah, I might have mixed up those letters there. Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. Uh, I hate Michigan just because Jared uh, bought me an Ohio State shirt while I was on my mission for me to wear. 
So uh, that is my only reasoning. Missionary work. My best convert. The entire <laughs> mission right here. Standing strong as you Evangelist. Right <laughs> uh, anyway, finally, the biggest rivalry game of the day. Uh, maybe cancelable offense. Uh, okay, okay, sorry. Uh, BYU is going to Stanford, 9 p.m., FS1, the latest of late night. Yep. This is just shaping up for some weird shiz to go down in this one. It is. Uh, 12 after dark. Yes. Yeah, we're definitely going to be on the sickos advisor. Yes. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised. It starts snowing during this game. That's Ooh. how excited I am and how weird this one's going to be. BYU favored by six and a half. I think the easiest thing you can do in the world right now is take Stanford in the points. Uh, however, I will be going with BYU. Uh, and I will turn it over to you guys with that. Uh, my score prediction, uh, I'm going to go three to two. Oh. Uh, we're going to go Big Ten Slugfest in this okay. one. Okay, three to two. Sick. I'm also going with BYU in this game. I do think that we will win this game. That's my comment. Um, <laughs> honestly, no, I think it's time for us to beat the brakes off of things. I think Kalani knows he's in a precarious situation right now where, you know, maybe the end of the season doesn't matter as much, but this offseason is going to be very reflective on mm. what, on how long he keeps his job. The future of the program. Future of the program, right? So, um,. If we struggle in these last two games, it's going to be even harder to recruit because of that. I think Kalani is trying to keep his foot on the gas. Because of that, I'm going to call a 37-10 to 10 victory. Wow. Okay. That's that's uh, not abolitionist. It is uh, ambitious. Ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. Um, I'm also picking BYU. Good. Surprise, surprise. I also have them covering the spread, but not by nearly as much as Justin. My score prediction is 41 to 30. Hmm. I dare say I have a more reasonable final score prediction than you two. However, uh, we all picked BYU, and that is the most important part. Yes. Hey, yo. At the end of the day, a win's a win. A win is a win. It's the same is a win. Diesel quote we post on our story every time <laughs> that somebody says it. Doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Winning is winning. Winning is winning. Boom, my drop. Uh, realistically, is a win enough in this game? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all kind of at that point, right? Yeah, just win, yeah, just win the game. At this point in the season, style points don't mean much. Just win. No, yeah, just, just win. win. Okay. Just win. Okay. Is there anything specific that we want to see out of BYU in this game? No, just win. <laughs> just win? Let uh, Connor overthrow one pass. Yes, I would like to see okay. Connor. I yeah. want to see Houston Heymouli, dude. Yes. I want to see yeah. him score a touchdown on like a fullback dive or something. Heck yeah, why not? I don't know. Against Stanford, that'd be fun. Literally, yeah. we haven't used him at all this season. No, no, He's no. played in like four snaps all game, yep. or all season. We need to give him at least one touch. Come on, Kalani. Give him the ball versus Stanford, love for a touchdown. Yeah, at least let him like hit one of the guys he hates on the defense or something. And let Christopher Brooks do it too. I yes. Cal guy, he hates Stanford, so. True, yeah. Yeah, I think this is an okay game to give Chris Brooks the load of the carries because yeah. it's personal. Yeah. Let's enjoy it. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts on our Turkey Week twofer? I am tired after that delicious meal, uh, that delicious Thanksgiving meal. Thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, you know, we're, we know that you are. You have us on your Bluetooth speaker on the Thanksgiving dinner table. You know, you have the uh, weird adult political table. You have the kid table, and in the center, you have the table of the people that are cool. And they are all listening to this podcast with you. So uh, we love you guys and thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Goodbye now. <laughs>